Hey friends, welcome to the Victor Marks Podcast with Victor Marks, founder of All Things Possible Ministries. Welcome to the show where we bring you real conversations faced with life's hard truths, stories of redemption, and the latest from the front lines. Whether you're on the road, getting your day started, or finally settling in, we've got an exciting new episode planned for you. So let's dive in to today's show. Well, welcome to another edition of the Victor Mark Show. Uh, we have a guest with us that I can definitely say this is the first. We've got Mrs. Brazil, Cristiani Merch, and welcome. We'll call you Chris. It's a great honor to be here. Thank you. Oh, yes, of course. I kind of dressed up a little bit when I saw you come <laughs> out with your crown. I was like, well, I, I, I got to step up the... No, hey, listen... We've just finished a great weekend uh, here at the Leadership Training Center. You came with a, a group of folks, and you have a passion about those who've been affected by sex trafficking or abuse. And uh, I'm, I'm grateful for your courage. My bride is, too. We have so enjoyed getting to know you this weekend and spending time. So those of you watching or listening, uh, this Brazilian woman uh, is an amazing combatives. I mean, you got into it from jiu-jitsu, as they say in Brazil, uh, to edge weapon fighting, to shooting, uh, and even the spiritual warfare. You were just courageous and said, no, let, let's go for this. So, uh, you guys, it's fun because people often live off perceptions and they'll see you yeah. so beautiful in your crown and everything. But you guys... You need to know more about this lady. She's a great example. Mom, three mm -hmm. children. Three girls, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, right now you reside in Las Vegas. Yes. And you got a great husband. Yes. Which is a testimony of what God can do and through someone who trusts him. So let's start with your childhood. You were raised at a level of poverty. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, like many children in Brazil, um, a lot of poverty and uh, raised by a single mom. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was hard times and uh, vulnerable. And my, my father just left us and then bad things happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's many people listening right now, yeah. they understand that. Uh, in, in the world of poverty, uh, people are vulnerable yeah. uh, and people can be taken advantage of. And sadly, you were. As yeah. a kid, you experienced abuse as a child. And yet you continue to press forward, right? Yeah, I was I had to run from pedophiles and uh, people keep talking to me like, oh, you're so cute, you're so beautiful. Like, uh, and then I was just angry. Like, why why they just see that? And I, I have a heart, I have a soul. Nobody loves me, just like that way. And um, so when I started suffering my abuse, I was six years old and I was not understand. I thought it was my fault because here's the thing, nobody teach a child that that is wrong. Because if you think about a teacher child, oh, don't cross that line. You can be hit by a car. There's a red sign. You need to stop. But nobody tell you. Nobody can touch you there. Right. It's wrong. So when an adult is doing that to you, you think that it's okay, especially if the person is supposed to take care of you. So and then you grow up with that pain. And when you realize that that was wrong, and then that just came like all the angry and all the feeling of injustice. And then most of these girls, you know, like 
they go to sell their bodies or they go to drugs. And I had experiments all that. Right. You know, one in three girls will be sexually assaulted by the time they're 18. And I'll tell you, because you know and you're passionate and you partner with us against sex traffic, children, women. One of the harshest things I've ever heard is a pimp thank stepfathers and uncles for preparing the girls. The girls. And that's sobering. They and know. it's real. It is real. It's happening every day. Yep. You know, you're from Brazil, happens here in the U.S., Cambodia, overseas, mm -hmm. it, anywhere. Because man has fallen. And the greatest commodity on this earth is our children. I mean, we have to protect our children and, and love them. And unfortunately, when you get into this cycle of being abused, you do feel like it's my fault uh, and shame's attached to that. You know, one of the things I tell people, I told you this weekend, is the shame is never ours. The shame is never the kids. It's the perpetrator who did this. The shame and disgust should go on them. And we fight for justice. We fight for protection of children. But there are people listening right now. There are girls going to be watching this and women who've suffered. And they look at you there and go, oh, she's so <laughs> beautiful. And you have joy, but you've known pain. Yeah. Lots of pain. And um, I know your story. And, you know, part of it is being taken advantage of by an older person, even when you were a teenager. And there are a lot of girls that are very susceptible to that when they come from instability they get to a certain age and an older man and for you as a teacher i believe uh someone yeah. that had a position of authority yeah and want to take you in and tell you all these nice things but then once they have you very abusive was that your was experience it? yes it was like that too uh it was my teacher and i told him all my story and then i was more vulnerable in his hands because then he makes you feel, oh, he's going to take care of you. It's kind of like how pimps do with girls. Like, yeah. I love you. Your family didn't protect you. I'm going to give you these nice things. And then you start to uh, have this dependency in your abuser and your aggressor. And, and this is like most of women suffer domestic violence too. They feel this dependency. Oh, no, he's loving me. I, I provoke his... He turned me, so yeah. his anger. So it's kind of a cycle, and then you cannot escape. So I was three years uh, from high school in the hands of this bad guy, and then was another circle of oppression, and then I end up having a girl that is my blessing, Giovanna. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then I had to be responsible, and I need to raise this kid. And I, I always praise God because she was the reason that I started to make good choice because... Like in your story, when you are abused, everybody treats you bad, and then you start to repeat the same cycle. And I said, no, I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm not going to use drugs anymore. I'm not going to drink crazy anymore just because someone hurt me. Now I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to take care of my soul. I need to take care of this girl. So just like to tell you how is yeah. Brazil right now, it's like little girls from 9 to 12 years old, the parents bring them to sell them for $30 for the drivers the truck drivers in the freeway in the points that they stop for their breaks to sell their bodies for 30 dollars and nobody does nothing authors don't do nothing because it's the parents bringing them right because there's no water like i was born in a 
house that was no running water. So there's so much need, like South America, so much poverty, and this leads parents to sell their kids. Right. So a man like you, I think this is something you should pray about. Like it's in the north of Brazil is disaster, and it's so common. Like when happened to me, oh no, this is normal. Uh, so it's not normal. Well, so, yeah. well, I pray God will give us the opportunity that we can go down there because Eileen and I would love to, uh, and with Mrs. Brazil, <laughs> make an impact. Well, uh, you're speaking what a lot of women and young moms have experienced, and sometimes they feel very alone and hopeless, but they're not, no, or no. They, they're not alone. You mentioned, you said, praise God. So obviously there's an element of faith that comes into play, but it wasn't just you come to faith or you seek God and it's a happy, everything turns out great. There was a lot of disappointment because you turned to the church as a young yeah. single mom, right? right. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, so when it was my moment of healing, I was trying to understand God, right? Because I was like eight years old with this girl, I was suffering all my life. And then it is when you start a question. Is God exist because why I suffer? It's kind of the main theological question you make, right? If there is a God, why a girl is raped? Why there's so many bad things happen right. to good people? So, and then when I was trying to find the answer, I went to many churches. I went in many kinds of religions too. Mm. And I could understand that man is fallen, the word is sinful, and it's just evil to understand how a pedophile can abuse a kid like mammoths are corrupt and, and then when you see what the devil did he corrupt a part of this heaven to come here and persuade men and this world is full of evil is all broken but by the love of god and grace of jesus christ you have redemption and you cannot be perfect without his his way we cannot reach the heaven without his way so when you started to understand that we are his kids and he is the source for all you need. You don't need to find any source in the man or your husband or economics. When I understood that I didn't need that man that was abusing me to give me foods, I was like, no, God is my father. I didn't have a personal father. My stepfather is not my father. Like God is my father and he calls me a child. I'm his daughter. So when I was searching for him, he said, I'm your father. I am your father. I want to treat her as my daughter. Everything you need, I'm going to give you. And then he started open a job for me, a place to stay. And it was amazing, but I was eschewing my healing, my right. trauma. So I went in a church. And yeah, unfortunately, to have a lot of leaders that are not prepared for people like us, right? right. So they're very legalist because I was not following the protocol. Like <laughs> Right? No. It, yeah. And some of you have experienced it. The church should be one place where anybody who's struggling can come in and be accepted and helped. And unfortunately, it's not like that. A lot of times, you know, but it was Jesus said, whoever, yeah. whosoever comes to me. He was more time outside the temple searching for Mary Magdalene's, like the woman right? in the dwell, like people like me. And then when I understood that, God spoke to me. Forgive them. They're like those Pharisees that Jesus was speaking. You close the doors of heaven for my kids. And this is why Jesus Christ was always having arguments with leaders. Because they didn't understand the message of grace. I came to take the sick ones, not the perfect ones. Okay. You may be watching this enough. <laughs> you know, you're going, this gal is more than a pretty face. 
See, you you're pretty squared away, uh, but I know the background. You studied theology. Yes. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? Yeah. And one of the, one of the things that's so important is for people to understand, you have to forgive. So forgiveness is key. Forgiveness is key. Yeah. And then I could like take a big weight from me. I forgive my abuser my mom's eyes because i was feeling a lot of angry more with her because she didn't protect me but uh another thing i look in her eyes i forgive you mom because i'm trying to be in your shoes i don't know what i would do if i was in your position because she didn't denounce the abuser because was close to the family because she didn't want to like lose the comfort providing so this is what happens in brazil many Mm -hmm. Girls are suffering, their moms don't report because they are afraid or they need the money or so. But I forgive her. Oh. And after that, my life started out get better. Yeah. Better, yeah. Again, you're describing some millions of yeah. uh, girls and women face where they were, in a sense, betrayed by their own mother. And yeah. I tell moms, don't let your loneliness no. or your fear of being alone compromise your children protect your children at all costs Mm. but when they don't we have to come to that place of forgiving which forgiveness to me is giving up our right to hurt someone back for hurting you uh when you forgive somebody it doesn't mean you have to trust them yep and you can have boundaries (laughs) right especially when you're in your own life and you're a parent there are events i won't go to that my family puts on i go nope and i have boundaries when it comes down for my own children and that's just, that's okay. You don't have to feel guilty, but most people do, right? Yeah, and you describe the key message, like forgiving it is good for you. You're not giving, oh, I love you. But for most of women are listening now that are suffering domestic violence, this is another thing that happens. You forgive and that person that did for you in the spiritual realm, but doesn't mean you need to come back to that right. aggressor. So this is what I was being manipulated from leaders of the church too, they don't want to bring this about because when I was escaping from that room, that place, that man was abusing me and I had a kid with him. I was trying to run away. The church was trying to fix that relationship, but the guy was beating me, hurting me, and nobody was like, oh no, but we cannot separate, but we're not even married in paper, but just for, oh no, I need to be married. Like, but I was suffering a domestic violence abuse, so he was using this argument. No, but you need to forgive, uh, you, citing Corinthians, love is forgiveness, love is... So, no, it's it's not fair. It's not fair with you. You need to love yourself. You need to protect yourself. God has bigger plans for you. You need to escape that situation. That man is never going to change that character, or a pedophile, I don't believe, is not going to change you. Like, yeah. you never can trust. Yeah. So you forgive in the spiritual realm, but... It, should not be around or trust again. I agree. I, I tell people there's no excuse for abuse. Yeah. None. And if a man is, is uh, beating and physically abusing a woman, call the police. I've had people say, what should I do? Call the police. Follow a report. You know, uh, again, there's, there's just no excuse for abuse. A man shouldn't lay his hands on a woman to hurt her and strike her, uh, choke her, throw her. That, that's, yeah. you know, let him do that to another man. And see what happens. Yeah. Those are cowards. And I can't stand men who hurt women or children. That's one of the reasons why we hunt them. Hunt them. And we get them. So 
tell us about this weekend. You you had reservations about coming here, right? A little bit, yeah. I really love it because I feel that I challenge myself. And if you don't challenge yourself, you're not going to change. And there's a there was a lot of levels of healing as she needed to go. Like the post-trauma you had from this experience. And it was great to be close to survivors with soldiers and warriors in Christ. Mm. Like I was feeling such a blessing that I could have all these tools and all these memes that are expert around me. And giving me more tools for my fight and my mission. Because... In Las Vegas, I'm already being very out speaking about this issue. And sometimes you need a retreat because you're like a frontline soldier. And then sometimes the devil come in your mind and makes you doubt about yourself. Like, why are you doing this? Like, stop. Is this still a shame for you? You're a queen now. Forget about talking mm-hmm. about that. And even in pageantry, she list and people judge me. But I don't care because God gave me this crown, this sash to open doors and speak about this. And I, I will. I and it. there's a lot of other girls that compete with me. I should not speak about this. It's too dirty. It should have. No. I want to represent all the women. I want to. Show them that I'm walking yes. and firmly with confidence they can escape their situation. And this is my mission. So it was great that God brought me here to see my focus, where I should go, that I am, I have his identity and that I need to keep fighting. Mm. And I'm so honored to meet you in person because when I wrote your story, like when it was like... I can't believe all this happened to him. He's still so powerful. He still have all this strength. I want to take his energy. Mm. So... It was a great pleasure. It, oh, no. i tell you what. it's It's been a blessing to have you here. And, you know, people, they'll read or they'll watch the movie. But when they get to meet us in person, we're yeah. just normal, right? Yeah. We're just <laughs> silly. I was wearing your crown earlier. Yeah. What? 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 Watch for the video yeah. or the photos. On the backstage, time. there's a lot yeah. of uh, yeah. <laughs> the making of. Uh, believe me, I was wearing it like a man. All right. <laughs> But yeah, you, you did incredible, and I think you inspire so many just by this interview. And you know, it is fun to see, mm. you know, ladies like you <laughs> come from your background and then rolling around uh, with black belts and and actually pushing through uncomfortable mm. spots because yep. we have a way to make you uncomfortable, don't we? Yeah, I was almost quitting, and then Jeff Tiggs, he's amazing. <laughs> he yes. says. He said, never quit the fight, face your problem. There was this, this spiritual part. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah I the, need to cry. I need to cry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and you know, emotions, yeah. God made tear ducts for a reason. And there's something to be said about women who don't trust men, right? Yeah. With good reason to all of a sudden now trust men who are godly, who are masculine, yeah. and can bring you to that next level. So a you, protection, right? A protection. Yeah. Equipping. Yeah. And uh, was it fun seeing my bride here? <laughs> She's amazing, her. yeah? yeah. Uh, we, we went out to the range, and uh, Eileen did a little demonstration shooting with that MPX. Was that fun? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. She's amazing. How are you not scared about that woman? <laughs> you I, better not mess up with her. <laughs> I will not. I have great respect. So, yeah, it's the Bible says uh, the woman is the weaker vessel. But it doesn't mean they're weak. No, they're you're just, strong. They're very strong. Yeah. You know, I'm 215 and my little bride, <laughs> you know, she's a little bitty thing. But, man, strong spirit, courageous, and a great example uh, for women who, 
you know, really want to be more than mm. even their mind tells them they are or the enemy, right? Correct. And you have a the best partner in your mission because if it's not by her, you cannot do all the There's things. No way. Yeah. There's no way. She supports the you. The two that becomes yeah. one, it, that's flesh. really the, the, the greatest thing because God's power can flow through. Mm. Now, if our listeners, those viewing, want to learn more about you how can mm. they do you have social media do you have a yes. website how can they find out more about what you do so i have a social media I'm gonna let my instagram here is christiani merch they can follow me for mrs brazil so okay. yeah mrs brazil with z because i'm gonna run now my next uh, pageant for mrs word so i'm gonna compete with uh, 80 women from all around the globe in what sri lanka that? it's gonna be in december in 2021 2021 Sri Lanka Colombo so it's a great honor to represent my country and um yes all these women are amazing they're all leaders they're all philanthropists so the pageant is more about family and a role model for family for marriage and it's kind of like a version of Miss Universe but for married women right. so it's a great honor to me represent Brazil and my platform is this sex trafficking. So if I win, it's a great chance to have more sponsors and to open my, my non-profit in Brazil. That uh -oh. is my dream. Maybe one day write a book like you. <laughs> We'd yeah. love to help you and encourage you yeah. to do it. Because I know your story. It's yeah. so powerful. And it's redemptive. Mm -hmm. And it gives people hope. Uh, and I would say we will support you. We'll be praying for you. December of 2021, Mrs. World, we want to get behind Mrs. <laughs> Brazil for uh, Mrs. World, you guys. It it matters. And strong believer, willing to take a stand in the gap for those who've suffered abuse. Yeah. Um, and it makes some women and contest leaders uncomfortable. There's, okay, word peace, but how going to make peace if you right. don't fight? Right. Oh, yeah. gosh. You're yeah. speaking our love language right there. <laughs> Young ladies out there who are throwing yourself all over Instagram, yeah. you know, I'll say pimping yourself uh, yeah. for eyes. Knock it off. Yeah. Don't let your insecurities betray you. You're more than that. You're more than just a body. You got a heart, soul, and mind. And yeah. be who God made you to be. Well, we have two questions we always ask. <laughs> it's your answer, so we... People live by perceptions, right? You, you read the book and all that, but now you got to meet us. But what's your perception of us and our ministry? I believe in our ministry. Like, I believe in our ministry since I read the book. And when I saw your face, I saw these people sent from God. Oh. Really? Because I, I never imagined that you could be that person from the book because a lot of people just, it's easy to say, right? Like, right. I have a title on that, but I see you as a great evangelist. Mm. Like me, you're just using the tools God gave you. Like, okay, God gave me this skill face to compete. I'm going to show his glory. God gave me a gift of language. I'm going to speak with the refugees. So, like, you have so much talent that you could be famous in the world, that the world could give you, but you throw away all this to serve God. And this is so beautiful. Thank and you. you're using this, all your strategies, all you learn from military to use a purpose to serve God. That is beautiful. That, that's very kind <laughs> of you to say. And, and uh, maybe one day we can do something together in Brazil with evangelism. Okay, so the last question, we are all going to die. 
right? Yeah. I mean, you know, we have a life to live. We're going to die. What happens to Mrs. Brazil, <laughs> Christiane Merch, when you die? And why do you believe it? So my belief is I'm going to be with Jesus in paradise. Like he said in the cross, like uh, today you're going to be in paradise. Those who believe in him. So I believe our, our soul is immortal and we're going to be connected with him. My body is going to stay in the tomb when he comes back. So when he tries to rescue his church, we're going to be reunited in new bodies in new spirits and you're going to be uncorrupted in heaven with him in wow. his glory and i can't wait for that day because there's nothing beautiful here in this world <laughs> you can hear the excitement in her voice she believes this and it's coming out of the word yeah. and maybe you don't have that assurance uh but like jesus said today you'll be with me in paradise the bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the lord and all it requires is your belief you believe in him follow him uh, it's it's by grace you've been saved, not of works, and it's something that we want to get this message out to everybody. Talk to the Lord. If you want information, call us, uh, contact us through our website. We'd love to make sure that you have that assurance, too, of what I call surety of salvation. So yeah. look forward to the future, and look forward to meeting your husband and kids. We'll, we'll, awesome. uh, we're going to come up to Vegas and have some fun. Or y'all come back down, we'll do more training. Yes. And uh, maybe you can host a weekend here with some of your friends as well. Yes, that we'll would do, be awesome. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, thanks, everyone, for joining us on this edition of the Victor Mark Show. Uh, we've been very blessed to have uh, Christiane Merch, who is Mrs. Brazil. You can find out more about her by her Instagram account. And remember, we need to pray and support her as she gets ready for Mrs. World in December of 2021. <laughs> we love you guys, and whatever you're doing, do it full throttle for the glory of God. Now go get it done. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can check out more of the work we're doing around the world at victormarks.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all linked in the show notes. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. We're always encouraged to hear from you. Thanks for spending your time with us. Until next time. Thank you.